Hey guys, welcome to Dennis Development Life Coaching Radio with me, Jean-Jacques Dernier. Uh, I'm really excited about this Anchor app. Uh, you're going to hear a lot from me. You're going to get a lot of content. I like the call-in feature. I like the fact that uh, people can do this thing together so I can conduct some interviews. That's going to be really cool. Um, I like this platform. I like individuality. I like individual independent thinkers. I think it's a really good idea. I think that this is modern day NPR. Uh, this is going to be nice, man. This is going to be a really, really, really good uh, fit for me, for what I'm doing. And from what I've been hearing with all these stations that I've been listening to, uh, just to get an idea of how this thing works, I'm really impressed. Like, I let this thing play and I was just like, you know, jumping from station to station. I was like, whoa, like, this is like a whole other world, this podcasting community. So I'm excited to be a part of it and I can't wait to really start uh, building up my station and hearing feedback from uh, from you guys. Uh, so let's see, where do I start? Uh, coaching for me has been a has been a ride. It's been a journey. I love every moment of coaching. Um, I started coaching. I'm going on a decade now, and coaching actually found me. Uh, I I didn't know what I was doing when I was doing it, um, and I actually I love helping people. But what really set me, got me going was the ability to help people help themselves. Like, what do you do when, you know, what do, what, what do you do when you need help and the person that was your mentor or the person that, you know, uh, you looked up to, a parent, an older sibling, when that person is no longer around, right? When you're able to uh, look at where you, how far you've come in your life and you know through guidance and you know a lot of people don't have that guidance you know and it's either for one of two reasons either they don't want the guidance or they just don't know where to get it right so uh if you are open to receiving guidance you're a coachable person you're coachable and it, it never stops like I, i'm a firm believer in the fact that we are interrelational beings like Yes, maybe we may be independent beings and we may function, you know, uh, independently, but I think that we are also, we can also be interdependent. And that's where coaching comes in. That's where coaching becomes uh, a huge, I guess, uh, necessity for a lot of people who are going through, you know, major life challenges, major transitions, and, um, you know, just have, need some kind of moral support, right? So once I started to realize that not only was I benefiting from being coached, that I was also able to coach people, uh, I took it on, you know, and I just started to uh, to really focus on on uh, helping people help themselves. And, I, and, you know, what's great about that is what you get from it, actually. And so in a way, it sounds like it's a little bit selfish um, because, yeah, and there's like a huge debate about true altruism and um that's something that's still in the air uh i think that without being self-seeking or without being selfish uh you can help people and that can be gratifying that can be gratifying that can be you know uh a big uh help to, to to you as a person right if you can help somebody so that's really where i am with coaching and that's why i love what i do right i love to help people help themselves okay um, so with that, this, this, uh, this podcasting is going to be really fun. 
it's gonna be I'm excited about it all and I can't wait to get the ball rolling and um, I can't wait to you know interview people conduct some interviews and maybe even have some some live coaching sessions who knows if you <laughs> you know what I mean so that'll be interesting that'll be fun um, anchor here we go baby Speaking of, uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Dr. Babe uh, for calling in. Uh, your show is amazing. I love your show. And um, I think it sounds really authentic. <laughs> and you just like, you're, you're cool. I like your approach. Um, so with all of that being said, I, I, want, I really can't wait to kick this thing off. Um, uh, just, you know, stay tuned. Talk soon. Hey guys, welcome back to Dennis Development Radio with me, Jean-Jacques Derny. Uh, so today's Sunday, it's like, you know, mid-afternoon, let's say about 1.54. I don't really like saying what time it is because I don't believe in time. Um, that's a whole other issue. Uh, just so you have an idea of where I'm going with that, I believe that time cannot really be captured because it's part of a space and time continuum. So when I look at my clock... When I look at my watch, what I tell myself internally is, well, this is what other people use to operate in this uh, finite horizontal playing field that we're on. So I'll acknowledge it and I'll accept it and I'll say, yeah, it's about 1.55. But I know that time and space cannot be captured, right? So that's where I'm at. A little out the box thinking. We'll just go right back in the box for a minute so we can uh, acknowledge some people on Anchor and um, get out today's agenda. So I want to give, uh, again, another big, big shout out to uh, Dr. Babe for echoing my last segment. Thanks for echoing my uh, kickoff segment, Dr. Babe. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, I think I listen to your radio station the most because you have a relaxing approach. Your whole approach is super relaxing. And um, I have a fast-paced mind. So when I listen to like a relaxed approach, it allows me to slow down on my thought process and I can, uh, I just, uh, I appreciate that, right? So again, big shout out to Dr. Babe, uh, love your approach and uh, thanks for echoing my last segment, the kickoff episode, I'm glad you liked it. Also want to give a big shout out to uh, Positive Vibes, uh, the Crazy Asian, uh, the Great Everything the great everything, that station, I mean, you know, he is a complete mind trip. I mean, I listened to his station and um, I was just amazed at how many uh, different uh, perspectives there are on philosophy that, you know, this guy, he quit his job and just, you know, uh, became a philosopher. And that's that's admirable. And he just wants to be a better human being. So uh, thanks for that. The great everything. I mean, if you're up to the task of, you know, challenging your current mindset. The Great Everything is a great station. Um, a big shout out to I Am Radio, The Nerd Vault, and Go Baller. Uh, all favorited stations. I favorited them and I appreciated their content. Um, so today in uh, Dennis Development Radio, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, the mindset. And uh, I've been heavily influenced by by James Allen's as a Man Thinketh. It's a great book. It's a short read. Uh, it's a quick read and um, it's pretty direct and straight to the point. Somebody like me who's a bottom liner, I appreciate um, As a Man Thinketh because it helps us uh, hone in on our conscious thought. 
and it, it holds us uh, accountable. It holds the individual accountable for uh, conscious thought, right? So one of uh, the quotes I like from uh, James Allen's As a Man Thinketh is good thoughts bear good fruit and bad thoughts bear bad fruit, right? Uh, so if you just think about and if you think about that in the context of, you know, of thought consciousness, we reap what we sow uh, is can be like, uh, I guess, the, uh, the a simplified version of good thoughts bear good fruit and bad thoughts bear bad fruit. Uh, you can see that in your in your circumstances and in your in the actions that you take. When uh, you think about, you know, what your day to day will be or what your yearly plan is or what your long term goals and your short term goals are. Right. Do you have good thoughts or are you do you have bad thoughts? Good thoughts will bear good circumstances and bad thoughts would uh, would bear uh, bad circumstances. Right. Um, so it's, it's a matter of creating the reality that you want for yourself. Uh, I heard a joke once. Uh, where someone said, hey, how's everything going? And the, uh, the other person responded, uh, everything's going well uh, under these circumstances. And then the other guy said, well, what are you doing under those circumstances? What are you doing there? <laughs> you know what I mean? To, so to say that, you know, you can change your circumstances. You're not a creature of circumstance. You are a master creator of your circumstance. And that's something that we uh, we take for granted and that we're not really aware of. So just to continue to, you know, go along that thought process with good thoughts bear good fruit and bad thoughts bear bad fruit. Uh, it's crazy because so a lot of people believe that uh, we base our actions on our thoughts. And this is true. We can see it in so many different ways and so many different examples. You can see how a lot of people will base their actions on their thoughts, right? So then we have to go a step further and we got to look at our um, our objective self and our subjective self, right? And our objective self will use, you know, just basic intelligence and evidence to, uh, to help us make a decision. And our subjective self will look at uh, our emotions, you know, our individual emotions, our instincts and our insight uh, to help us, you know, make decisions. Now, what happens internally a lot of times is uh, our objective self is in disagreement with our subjective self or our subjective self is in disagreement with our objective self. So if we're more emotional beings, right, if we're somebody who makes decisions based on, off of our emotion behind that decision, then we're we're pretty much listening to our subjective self, right? We're making emotionally based decisions. So the challenge becomes how can we get our objective self to uh, be in agreement with our subjective self, right? So how can we get our heart and our mind to be in agreement? Excuse me, boss, you have a text. So how do we get our objective self to be in agreement with our subjective self, right? How do we get our, our heart and our mind to agree, right? How do we get our head and our heart to agree? Now, this is something that, you know, we'll we'll see that happen. I know for myself, I've seen it happen in decisions that I make and people who I'm close to. I see that they will have an internal conflict. And that's usually, you know, the root of that internal conflict is a disagreement between the heart and the mind, the objective self and the subjective self. Right. So 
when we look at the mind and we really, you know, dig a little bit deeper to our mind, we see that there's a connection between our uh, subconscious and our conscious, right? So our conscious thought is what we're aware of, right? The thoughts that we're actually aware of. And our subconscious thought are thoughts that we're not actually aware of, but they do drive our actions. And it happens on a subconscious level where we're not aware of it. So how do we become aware of, you know, what's going on in our subconscious state, right? So it, it, it starts to become how can we now control what's going on on the subconscious level? It becomes the challenge, right? Uh, a lot of what's going on in the subconscious level is actually dictated by the subjective self, right? It's a, a lot of it is dictated by your emotions, right? So, and, you know, there's a, there's the physical, uh, there are physical, uh, the physical five senses, right? That we use our physical senses, our five senses that we use. And then there are our spiritual senses that we're not actually in tune with, but they'll, they'll, they'll send off signals and indicators, right? And alerts and warnings. Uh, when we feel, uh, when we feel apprehensive, when we feel resistant, when we feel uh, hesitant to do something, right? And, uh, this is what the challenge is between the heart and the mind. So when you're thinking about good thoughts, bearing good fruit and bad thoughts, bearing bad fruit, where does that challenge lie? Right? Where's that challenge coming from? Where is that internal conflict coming from, right? And it's, it's coming from a disagreement between the heart and the mind, the conscious and the subconscious, the objective and the subjective self, right? So, so if we dig a little bit deeper and we get, you know, beneath that surface level of conscious thought and we actually start becoming aware of our subconscious thought, we can better understand the results that we produce, the circumstances that we create for ourselves, right? So the subconscious thought is... is uh, is controlled by whatever uh, we've been pre-programmed to believe, right? And uh, it can come from anywhere. It can come from, you know, our parents. It can come from, you know, teachers at school. It can come from past experiences. Whatever our paradigm uh, has accepted into itself and has been conditioned to believe, right? And so whenever we think about doing something crazy, uh, we do it and we think about, you know, changing our circumstance. It seems unrealistic to us because our subconscious reminds us that we're not capable of changing our present circumstance. Right. So then our thoughts are affected and our our conscious thoughts are affected. And, you know, those good thoughts that we might have and that we're trying to uh, bear good fruit from those good thoughts can be stopped by the bad thoughts. Right. And those bad thoughts then in turn bear bad fruit. Does that make sense? So when we start thinking about that and we actually start, you know, um, dissecting, you know, what's going on in our subconscious state on the subconscious level, we we then, you know, we then we have a decision to make. Right. Are we going to listen to our uh, our instincts, our emotions, our insight? Or are we going to just, you know, uh, pay more attention to our conscious thought, right? So at that point, it's making a conscious effort to to not only have good thoughts so that you can bear good fruit, but it's also making a conscious effort to recondition the uh, the subconscious and uh, and and be in in control of what we're doing with ourselves on a conscious level, right? And 
the way that we, we, we have to kind of re reverse the process. So then you're looking at the end in mind, right? And you're starting and putting at the end at the beginning, right? Sounds crazy. So it's like if you ever watch a movie that starts at the end of the movie, it's like the beginning of the movie is the end of the movie and then it, it kind of goes backwards. And so when you're looking at the, the, the beginning of the movie and the beginning of the movie starts at the end as the narrative starts to become more, it starts to become more clear and then we start to have a better understanding of how, uh, you know, the end of the movie comes to be, there are, there are gaps that are being filled in throughout the movie, right? And then, but you have the end in mind as you're watching the movie. It's the same thing with the subconscious, right? The subconscious doesn't know what's going on. You know what I mean? It doesn't understand what's going on. It thinks whatever is happening at that moment is what's going on. Whatever meaning your thought, right? So if you think to yourself, I'm going to make a million dollars this year, right? And that's your end in mind, right? Your subconscious can receive it, but... Your present circumstances will say, well, <laughs> you're working a dead end job and you're going nowhere and you got, you know, rejected for a promotion last year. And so because of that, you, you're not putting in the effort. You're not putting in the effort to, to move up again. You're not looking for another job because you don't want to look for another job. You're comfortable where you are and you want to, you know, move up within the company because that's it. And you kind of lose your enthusiasm. You lose your, your, your you, you know, your passion for the job. But in your mind, you're like, no, I'm going to make a million dollars this year, right? But then, you know, that's the internal conflict right there where your your conscious thought is saying to yourself, well, I want to make a million dollars. And then your subconscious thought is like, well, how are you going to do it? Look at your present circumstances, right? So then if you start playing that scene backwards, if you start, you know, running the picture in your mind backwards, the movie in your mind backwards of how you're going to make a million dollars with the end in mind, your subconscious can receive the information if you pound it into your subconscious, right? Like you literally have to pound the idea and the way that you plan on doing it into your subconscious so that your subconscious can then receive it, right? And that's how uh, good thoughts can bear good fruit if you're taking control of reconditioning your preconditioned subconscious. And with the, I guess with the same idea, uh, on the other side of the coin, you can have you know, good fruit bearing, uh, uh, good thoughts bearing good fruit and bad thoughts bearing bad fruit. If you have bad thoughts and you act on those bad thoughts and you create bad habits, you will produce bad results, right? And so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. And so, you know, James Allen's As a Man Thinketh uh, doesn't go into too much about the, the subconscious and the, the internal conflict and the battle between the, the conscious and the subconscious. Uh, but it does talk about, you know, being the master creator of your circumstance and being the master creator of your thought, of your conscious thought. And, you know, actually creating the reality that you want for yourself by uh, controlling and creating the thoughts that you want. Um, another quote that I really like from uh, from uh, As a Man Thinketh is uh, is exactly what I'm talking about when he's and he says uh, when a when he when a man realizes that he is a creative power and that he may command the hidden soil and seeds of his being out of which circumstances grow, 
he then becomes the rightful master of himself. Right? So the circumstances come out of thought. Right? So I think that that's amazing. And I think that that's something that's thought provoking in itself. That when a man realizes, because it's a matter of realization, right? And the context of becoming aware, right? Uh, not a matter, not in the context of manifesting, but in the context of becoming aware that you are a creative power, right? And, and when you make that, when you become consciously aware of your power to create, it's not just creating your circumstances, it's creating better circumstances for all who can benefit from knowing you, right? And interacting with you, right? Because people will see it and people will, you know, understand and people will gravitate towards that kind of energy, you know what I mean? And that's how you change the world one individual at a time, right? I mean, you'll see it today and today you'll see it in like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated with uh, what Elon Musk is doing over at SpaceX and his story. I'm really fascinated with what Jeff Bezos is doing over at Blue Origin and his story. I'm really fascinated with what, uh, and I'm really fascinated with, 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 uh, with what uh, Richard Branson is doing over at Virgin Galactic uh, with his story. I mean, all three guys that I mentioned, you know, Elon Musk and um, Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos, they, they've uh, exceeded uh, their own expectations. And we're on a horizontal playing field. What we've believed and what we say to ourselves is the sky is the limit. These guys are going beyond the skies. They're actually exploring space, right? I'm fascinated with what Naveen Jain is doing, right? I mean, Naveen Jain is another guy. I mean, this guy is mining the moon, right? Uh through his, uh, I think, what is it, Moon Express, right? And he literally goes to the moon, mines the moon, and brings, uh, you know, artifact and brings uh, material from the moon back to Earth. So, I mean, these guys are, are master creators, and they've become aware of the fact that they are master creators. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to make, you know, uh, a better world for humanity as a whole, Right. And so I look at those examples as out the box moonshot thinkers. And um, I look at that and I say to myself, well, you know, how is it that I can become a better individual so that I can contribute to humanity on a on a bigger scale? Right. And then how can I help people tap on their maximum potential so that they can help themselves and in turn help humanity, you know, on a bigger scale? Right. And that's that's uh pretty much you know my platform and my approach to to life uh and i appreciate those who who are you know who are willing to do introspective work and see how it is that they can contribute to humanity and not complain about what's going on in society or in you know in in the world but how can they uh impact the world in a way that, you know, not only are they changing themselves, but they're changing the world through themselves, right? So that's just a little bit of food for thought. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that for now. And, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll do another segment uh, either later or tomorrow. And uh, just, you know what, I appreciate any feedback and feel free to comment, um, you know, talk to me, uh, my anchor audience. And um, yeah, this has been fun. It's going to be even more fun. Uh, we'll get into some other concepts pretty soon. And, you know, yeah. And also feel free to pick my brain if you have any questions. 
anything that you want to discuss uh, or you think I should discuss along these lines or even out, you know outside of these lines I'm really comfortable with uh, with creative mind power and individual thinking um, I, I invite it I invite it um, so yeah you guys take care have a really good Sunday and I'll see you guys out there all right talk soon stay tuned